everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 28th of September and the global cryptocurrency market is not looking good at all. It is currently at $912 billion. Now in yesterday's podcast, I did talk about an event which was taking place in France and is that the reason why the global cryptocurrency market has gone down? So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to the price of cryptocurrencies over the weekend. Now the event that took place yesterday was all about digital finance and Christian Lagarde was at the event and our federal chair Jerome Powell was at the event as well. And in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing what is it that was discussed and Jerome Powell did give some indication on central bank digital currencies. And so in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing that at a very brief level. And uh, there is a member of the European Central Bank. He has also talked about, you know, something regarding wholesale CBDCs. Now, guys, regarding central bank digital currencies, in the month of October, I do have an event where I discuss the basics, the threats to freedom and its role in the metaverse. So I'll be covering everything regarding central bank digital currencies at the event and the sessions are completely free of cost. And in today's episode, we'll also be discussing about Cresties and they are launching a new Ethereum NFT marketplace and they call this as a sophisticated and secure blockchain and they are doing that in order to promote NFTs. You need to remember Cresties is a 256 year old institution and they are getting heavily into the NFT space. Now regarding NFTs, I'll also be discussing about Board Ape Yacht Club and the anonymous group. They have some cryptic message for Yuga Labs and Board Ape Yacht Club. Now, if you are an investor of Board Ape Yacht Club, you definitely need to check this out and the information given by anonymous group is a bit scary. And finally regarding Celsius Network, we also have some news and that is to do with Alex Mashensky who has decided to step down and has given his resignation. And regarding UAE, I have two news. And the first one, I really am not sure is anything to do with blockchain but they claim that it is a blockchain based solution. So the first news is that UAE's XA group rolls out blockchain based solution to end the impasse over claims recovery and they are doing that with a protocol called as Addenda. The second news is Dubai Futures Foundation. So the news is that the Dubai Future Foundation and PWC, that is PricewaterhouseCoopers, have signed strategic partnership for Dubai Metaverse Assembly. And as a matter of fact, the biggest news in Dubai is that the Museum of the Future, they are currently holding the Dubai Metaverse Assembly. So it's going to be two days of event and they're going to be talking everything about Metaverse. Go to my LinkedIn profile. You can watch the live session directly via YouTube. So let's kick start today's episode. Welcome everyone, it's Atim here in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee Date, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee Date works is, we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well. News that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And this is followed by Asking Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions from the cryptocurrency world. And guys, every Fridays I have an episode called Metaverse Everything where we solely focus on Metaverse. So please check out those episodes as well. The format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different. And what I tend to do is I tend to publish a daily and weekly report via my LinkedIn profile and my LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below. 
Now, before we kickstart today's episode, the quiz I have for today is what was the highest or all-time high total value locked in DeFi protocol? So mention that in the comments below. And before we kickstart today's episode, we have an important message. So check this out. Firstly, guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high-paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race. And Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gov Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen, guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing. Go to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. Next, Vertex Events have organized the first ever blockchain summit in the history of the World Expo on 10th to 11th of October 2021 at Dubai Expo 2022. Now, they are planning to organize a two-day blockchain summit in 2022 on the 14th and 15th of October at Grand Hyatt Dubai UAE. And Blockchain Dubai Summit is one of the most innovative and interactive summits in the Middle East. Industry leaders from the world of blockchain, digital assets will gather to discuss advantages of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFT and Metaverse, a brilliant event to network with leading personalities in the space. There are a couple of packages and opportunities for sponsorship, so click on the link below to know everything about Vertex events and the website is vertexgroups.ae or also drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now, since you've taken care of that, let's look at the price of the global crypto market. Now, as of today, 28th of September, the global crypto market is down to 
$912 billion. Is it possible that because of the event that took place in France, where they discussed digitization of finance, the cryptocurrency market is in turmoil? I definitely do think so. It is down by 6.1% since the last 24 hours. And it is possible that the global crypto market might just go below the $900 billion mark. The total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is $89.74 billion. So since the last 24 hours, it has gone up by 4.57%. The total volume in DeFi is currently at $4.91 billion. Now the total value locked as of today is $53.74 billion. But the quiz that I had for today was what was the all-time high of the total value lock. It is ridiculously low this year and it's gone down to $53.74 billion and MakerDAO accounts for 13.37% of the $53.74 billion and as of today, $7.19 billion has been locked in MakerDAO protocol and DeFi accounts for 5.47% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. The volume of stable coins has gone up and it is currently at $83.86 billion and Tether USDT accounts for $68.13 billion. Now guys, yesterday's episode I talked about if there is some drama between Coindex and Tether USDT. So please mention that in the comments below. And USDC accounts for $4.72 billion and Binance USD accounts for $9.8 billion. Now the volume of stablecoin accounts for 93.45% of the total crypto market 24-hour volume. Now let's quickly look at the market share, 24-hour trading volume and the dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Bitcoin's market share is $357 billion whereas Ethereum's market share is $155 billion. Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is $54.8 billion whereas Ethereum's 24-hour trading volume is $17.5 billion. If you look at the dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum, it is pretty much the same ever since the Ethereum merge got updated. Now Bitcoin's dominance is 39.30% whereas Ethereum's dominance is down to 17.20%. Now let's look at the price of the king of all kings that is Bitcoin. It is currently at $18,726 and since the last 24 hours it is down by 7.50% and since the last 7 days it is down by 1.03%. Ethereum is down to $1,278 and since the last 24 hours it is down by 7.82% and since the last 7 days it is down by 3.75%. Binance coin is currently at $269 and since the last 24 hours it is down by 5.84% and since the last 7 days it is up by 1.21%. So the entire global crypto market is definitely looking bad. So the entire global cryptocurrency market is looking red and this is definitely not good but in dubai guys there's a massive event which is going live right now as a matter of fact going live in the next few minutes is the dubai metaverse assembly so on the 28th and 29th at the museum of future there are going to be 300 global speakers who are going to be talking about metaverse now go to youtube and you can watch the event completely live there are a couple of seminars and educational sessions as well now if you do want to get the link you can also follow me on LinkedIn and in today's blog which I'll be publishing in the next few minutes we'll have the live link for the Dubai Metaverse Assembly via YouTube. So the big question is the global cryptocurrency market is down right now and is it because of the digital finance event that actually did take place? Kristen Lagarde from the European Central Bank 
Federal Chair Jerome Powell and Bank of International Settlement General Manager Augustine Cotson were some of the key people who were at the event and this particular session can be seen live on YouTube. Now listen guys, if you are looking at mainstream information, what they are doing is they are cherry picking information and they are giving only selected pieces of information. What I would recommend you to do is on YouTube, go to the Bank of France official website. They have put out a video which is over 4 hours long. Now you can go ahead and watch the entire 4 hours long but if you want to listen only to Jerome Powell talk about central bank digital currencies, his speech starts at 1 hour and 12 minutes. I would really recommend you guys to go ahead and watch the entire 4 hours. You can probably listen to it at 2x the speed or 3x the speed but that's where you get information directly from first source. A lot of the mainstream publications such as Forbes, uh, Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg, what they are doing is they are only cherry picking information and putting that as a mainstream news. Again, a lot of this news is incorrect, misleading and fake news. Instead, go to YouTube, go to the Central Bank of France's website. They have provided an unedited video. Watch the entire video and then make up your own mind. Now, the Federal Reserve Board Chair Jerome Powell participated virtually in the discussion on digital finance and the conference was all about the opportunities and challenges of the tokenization of finance. So if you're into DeFi, you definitely need to check it out. Now again, my strong recommendation is to watch the entire video. Jerome Powell did say some positive things about smart contracts and cryptocurrency movement. But Jerome Powell did mention that earlier this year, the United States is currently working on a project called as FedNow and looks like the focus is going to be on central bank digital currencies in the next couple of years. Now he did mention four specific areas regarding central bank digital currencies. So the four points that he mentioned was these central bank digital currencies needs to have these criteria. The first one being it needs to be intermediated, it needs to be privacy protected and the identity should be verified which means there is no room for anonymity and the fourth thing that he mentioned was transferable or interoperability. I would really recommend you guys to go ahead and watch the entire video and then try to do some research on Fed now so it's going to be really interesting. Maybe in the next five years or so, central bank digital currencies will be mainstream and as a matter of fact, earlier today, a member of the European Central Bank Executive Board in a speech considered that the digital euro for security settlements. My big question is, rather than using central bank digital currencies or wholesale CBDCs, why can't they just use Bitcoin and Bitcoin blockchain as a settlement layer? In the session that I'm going to be having next month, I'll go ahead and explain in details the different type of central bank digital currencies. So you have retail CBDCs, you have wholesale CBDCs, you also have multiple CBDCs. So the event that I plan to have next month is called the Central Bank Digital Currencies, the basics of Central Bank Digital Currencies, the threats to freedom and its role in the metaverse. Now if you do want to look at the information, go to my website www.blockchaindxp.com and under the section where it says blockchain, you'll also find a PDF version. You're more than welcome to download it and if you do have any suggestions or any points, drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. Now guys, let's talk about a massive news regarding NFTs. Now Christie's, which is if not one of the leading giants so far as arts is concerned, they have launched a new protocol called as Christie's 3.0 and they have launched a new on-chain Ethereum NFT marketplace called as Christie's 3.0 
and they claim that it is a sophisticated and secure blockchain native platform for sales. So the 256 year old institution has launched a new platform anchored by an exclusive collection from Diana Sinclair. Now to be honest, I have no clue who Diana Sinclair is, but maybe she's an artist and something that you guys could connect to. But what I would recommend you to do is go to Christie's official Twitter account and there are a couple of sale items which are on display. Look guys, massive giants such as Christie's getting into NFTs is absolutely massive and huge. But also means that a lot of institutional investors will be flocking into NFTs, cryptocurrencies and blockchain as well. Now I do have some negative news and this is to do with Board Ape Yacht Club. Now the notorious group called as Anonymous, they have a message published on YouTube. So the anonymous message for Board Ape Yacht Club investors is once again on YouTube. A couple of months ago they did have a video put out for Board Ape Yacht Club but this time they have made numerous allegations against Yuka Labs and Board Ape Yacht Club and this is more to do with NFTs have hidden messages and images and mostly to do with pedophilia, narcissism, nazism and quite a lot more. So my big question is when Anonymous does actually post on YouTube do they actually do something or is it just a gimmick? Now in that video they have mentioned some of the high profile people looks like they might be doing some actions against them but based on Anonymous group's previous history I just think it is a gimmick because uh, it's a lot of talk and no actions so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to the price of the NFTs that are associated with Yuga Labs and both Ape Yacht Club. And guys, the final news that I have for today before we move on to news regarding UAE is about Celsius Network CEO Alex Mashensky. Now, I've been talking about Alex Mashensky for well over a year. Now, one thing which I did not like about Alex Mashensky, and this is before Celsius Network went down, is that in his interviews, he used to often talk about how multi-billionaires and millionaires are making a lot of money. And that's one of the reasons why he created the DeFi protocol. Fast forward, this is exactly what he has done. And Alex Mashetsky's net worth, even before starting Celsius Network, was in hundreds and millions of dollars. So really, I'm not sure what is going on on his head. But as we do know that Celsius Network has gone completely belly up, it has filed for bankruptcy, and now Alex Mashetsky has submitted his resignations effective immediately and he has done that to the special committee of the board of directors of Celsius Network. Now this particular information can be found out via his Twitter account and there is a link to Business News Wire. Unfortunately, I could not see that in the official Celsius Network blog. I really am not sure why. But looks like Alex Mashensky is definitely going to go out from the cryptocurrency space. Now guys, let's talk about two news regarding UAE. The first one is UAE's XA Group rolls out blockchain-based solution to end impasse over claims recovery and the project is called as Addenda. So let me go ahead and explore what XA Group is first. Now XA Group is headquartered in the UAE with operations across Middle East, India and Europe and XA Group combines the latest digital hardware and manpower solutions to provide unrivaled full-stack offerings for stakeholders at the helm of automotive and insurance companies. Now listen guys, if you are in UAE and if you're working in the insurance sector or if you're working in the sales sector, please do let me know if you've had any experience dealing with XA Group. Now they are currently operating in over 5 countries and they claim on the website that they have people from 25 different countries and 170 plus employees. So the news is that 
UAE's XA Group rolls out blockchain-based solution to end impasse over claims recovery and Abu Dhabi National Insurance Company, Emirates Insurance Company, Yas Takaful and Oriental Insurance Companies are among the first to adopt the solutions in the UAE and the protocol that they have or so-called blockchain is called as Edenda. And they claim that this is the first made-in-the-UAE blockchain-based solution. This is what I have a problem with. When you talk about blockchain, it cannot be restricted only to a specific area. But nonetheless, maybe the whole idea is they just want to say that it is first made-in-the-UAE blockchain-based solution. But looks like this is a marketing gimmick that they are trying to use to get other people involved in the protocol. What they also claim is that it enables insurers to reconcile motor recovery receivables between each other. An XA group announced that it is granting all MENA motor insurers open access to Adenda for the first six months. The insurers in attendance were among the first to adopt the digital solutions and gain hands-on experience using it. Based on this announcement, it clearly indicates that this is some kind of a consortium. The fact that they have announced that they're granting all MENA motor insurers open access for the first six months means that there is a centralized entity which is making this decision. So definitely not the right use case of using blockchain protocol. Now let me try to give you more information about blockchain protocol called Edenda. Now they were the participant of 2018 FinTech Accelerator program. The website is called as Edenda.tech. Unfortunately, the website is currently not working. But they were a blockchain technology startup and a DIFC FinTech Hive member. On the news article, it did say that Addenda is capitalizing on XA Group's automated repair and insurance solutions to facilitate, centralize and manage communications between insurers during the recovery process of motor claims. Now, this is a big no when we talk about blockchain technology because it cannot be centralized. The whole reason for using blockchain is so that the decision-making is distributed or decentralized. So really, I'm not sure where blockchain technology fits into this. They claim that Addenda uses distributed ledger technology to bring trust to the insurance industry through an end-to-end -end insurance settlement layer built on the blockchain using Hyperledger fabric, allowing insurance to automate claims, cut overhead costs, and identity fraud. The fact that they're using Hyperledger fabric, which I believe is from IBM, clearly indicates that this is a software or more of a centralized blockchain. One thing which I keep telling everyone, there is either open blockchain or there is no blockchain. You cannot have a centralized blockchain or partially blockchain or semi-partially blockchain and Hyperledger Fabric, which is by IBM, is a centralized blockchain. And the other word for that is a software. They did publish a news via gulfbusiness.com and what it said is that XA Group's vision is to further enhance Addenda by integrating existing products into the platform and enabling seamless communications. Addenda aims to manage all the key touch points in the motor claims ecosystem, bringing together insurers, brokers, repairers, and customers. So they are definitely using a software, but not blockchain. They might be using digital ledger technology in the form of a software. And Addenda offers a live and shared view of policy data and documentation among insurers, providing visibility into the approval and reconciliation process that takes place during recovery claims. Now listen guys, if you're one of the guys who have actually built this protocol, you need to sit down and ask a simple question. All of these things could have had been done using a simple software. And surprisingly, the answer would be yes. 
And one thing which I mentioned in yesterday's podcast as well, it's so important to understand the pillars of open blockchain that is open source, permissionless, uncensorable, borderless, neutral and publicly verifiable. So go to YouTube Andreessen Tonopolis and watch the video on pillars of open blockchain. Now guys, the next news that I'm going to be talking about is Dubai Metaverse Assembly. So the news is that the Dubai Future Foundation and PwC, that is PricewaterhouseCoopers, have signed strategic partnership for Dubai Metaverse Assembly. So PwC Middle East will become the first and exclusive knowledge partner of the inaugural event, which is expected to bring 300 delegates and more than 30 speakers from leaders, experts and decision makers. And this session is going live right now via YouTube. And the Dubai Future Foundation on Monday announced a new partnership with PwC Middle East that will see the International Professional Services Consultancy join the Dubai Metaverse Assembly organized by the Dubai Future Foundation this week. And PwC Middle East will become the first and exclusive knowledge partner of the inaugural event which is going to bring 300 delegates, more than 30 speakers from leaders, experts and decision makers. And apart from that, they are also going to be having 40 global companies today and tomorrow that is the 28th and 29th of September. So what's going to happen is a joint report co-authored with Dubai Future Foundation and PwC Middle East of the Dubai Metaverse Assembly. So what they're going to do is they will summarize the key trends and highlights from the conference exploring how advanced technologies can be deployed to create a better future and quality of life for humanity. So I'm really curious to read through that report. So most likely they might create this report by the end of next month or something. I'm really not sure. The strategic partnership is part of Dubai Futures Foundation's ongoing efforts to foster international cooperation and build global synergies to imagine, design and build a better future. It also underscores an ongoing ability to bring some of the world's leading organizations together to share knowledge and expertise. Now guys, I do have a podcast session with Richard Bartel, who is one of the key members behind arranging the event on the 28th and 29th. So when I'm doing that session, I'll try to ask a question if he's aware about any partnership between Dubai Future Foundation and PwC Middle East. So going back to the report, it will contribute to discussions around how Dubai can shape the future of the metaverse and drive transformative changes across business, communication, education, entertainment, gaming, travel, real estate and other vital industries. So it's going to be really interesting but not surprising to see how the report turns out to be. Now listen guys, if you do want to find out information about metaverse, every Fridays I do have an episode and to be honest, it is a very comprehensive and detailed report as well. So go to my website blockchaindxp.com and read through the crypto blog section, especially pay attention to every Friday's call as metaverse everything. So that's all for today guys in the crypto and coffee a day from blockchain DXP. In case if you have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com and check out my website that is blockchaindxp.com and check out my other website called area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and metaverse. So let's get started with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DX. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series. 
where your listeners can ask you any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. This is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East from the cryptocurrency world. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. I have a question by Peter who asks, are there any events in Dubai that you would recommend? Now, honestly, Peter, there are many events taking place in Dubai. So far as cryptocurrencies is concerned, so far as blockchain is concerned, and there are so many events regarding NFTs. If I'm being completely honest, a lot of these events are not worthwhile attending to. Most of these events are simply promoting their own products, and the information given by them are completely wrong. How it works in Dubai, Peter, is these event organizers they will take anyone as speakers as long as they are willing to pay funds to be part of the speaker or to be part of the panel members as well. So the information that you get need not necessarily be 100% accurate. That being said, Peter, there are two events that I would, or rather three events that I would like to recommend. The first one is Future Blockchain Summit. It just might be one of the biggest blockchain summits, maybe even in the world as well. And it's been going on since 2017 and every year. They have some of the world-renowned speakers and they talk more about the technology as opposed to, you know, selling or shilling the products. Future Innovation Summit. This is another brilliant event. It talks more about sustainability, talks about space, but this time they also are going to be talking about metaverse. The third one, which I would really recommend you to attend, Peter, is an event which takes place every Saturdays and is called as Crypto with Coffee. This is a completely free session, but the beauty about this session is there are some technological experts and gurus where they talk only about the protocol and very rarely do you actually see anyone shilling or promoting the products. So when you are asking me which are the events that you would like to, or I would like to recommend, these are the events and it's so important that you truly understand what is it that they are talking. Just because you are attending an event it does not necessarily mean that the speakers are really authentic. I've, what I've done is for a couple of events, I've created a fake email ID and I've told them that, you know, I've been involved in Bitcoin since quite a lot of number of years. And surprisingly, they have sent me an email requesting to be a speaker as long as I'm willing to pay them funds. But this is definitely, definitely not good. The other event that I would recommend is there is a, an event only on Bitcoin. And I remember that this event has been take, going on for a very long time. I think the guy's name is Adam Sikor or something. Uh, go to meetup.com and look at Bitcoin event and the host name is Adam. That is another good event. But other, apart from that, I definitely would not recommend any event you attend to. I have another question by Sarah who asks, Do you think central bank digital currencies could pose a threat to Bitcoin? Now straight up front, Sarah, I definitely do not think so. That central bank digital currencies could pose a threat to Bitcoin. Now, what I think is Bitcoin and NFTs will act as a store of value. Ethereum and other blockchain protocols will act as a store of value, medium of exchange and may be utilized for smart contracts, it will not pose a threat to Bitcoin. But I do think, Sarah, that central bank digital currencies could pose a threat to stable coins and maybe even RippleNet. So that is what I see. And something which Jerome Powell talked about, which I mentioned earlier in today's episode as well, that when you're talking about central bank digital currencies, they're focusing on intermediated, privacy-protected, identity verified and transferable of or interoperable so it's going to be really interesting how that thing works 
with stable coins. So central bank digital currencies will they pose a threat to Bitcoin? I definitely do not think so. And if you do want to find out more information, Sarah, uh, Richard Turing, he's one of the OGs on central bank digital currencies. So go on LinkedIn and search for Richard Turing. He has a book called as Cashless. Now he has a brilliant, if not one of the best YouTube videos so far as central bank digital currencies is concerned. And he has done this interview with Bankless. I really urge you guys to go out and watch that. And in that video, he actually did mention that central bank digital currencies will not pose a threat to Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. So that's all for today guys from the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com or check out my website that is blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website that is area2071.com. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. And remember guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypt and Coffee at 8 where we cover topics and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and how the series of episodes on the Crypto and Coffee Date works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And this is followed by Ask Me Anything series that you're listening to right now, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day and bye-bye.